section thirty nine of prison memoirs of an anarchist this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. prison memoirs of an anarchist by alexander berkman part two chapter thirty two the deviousness of reform law applied february fourteenth eighteen ninety nine dear carolus the greeks thought the gods spiteful creatures when things begin to look brighter for man they grow envious you'll be surprised mr schwabby has turned into an enemy mostly my own fault that's the sting of it it will explain to you the failure of the former sub rosa route the present one is safe but very temporary it happened last fall from assistant i was advanced to hall man having charge of the crank row on range a a new order curtailed the rations of the insane no corn-bread cheese or hash only bread and coffee as range man i helped to feed and generally have extras left on the wagon someone sick or refusing food etc i used to distribute the extras on the q t among the men deprived of them one day just before christmas an officer happened to notice patsy chewing a piece of cheese the poor fellow was quite an imbecile he did not know enough to hide what i gave him well you are aware that corn-bread tom does not love me he reported me i admitted the charge to the warden and tried to tell him how hungry the men were he wouldn't hear of it saying that the insane should not overload their stomachs i was ordered locked up within a month i was out again but imagine my surprise when shrubby refused even to talk to me at first i could not fathom the mystery later i learned that he was reprimanded losing ten days pay for allowing me to feed the demented he knew nothing about it of course but he was at the time in special charge of crank row the shrubby had been telling my friends that i got him in trouble wilfully he seems to nurse his grievance with much bitterness he apparently hates me now with the hatred we often feel toward those who know our secrets but he realizes he has nothing to fear from me many changes have taken place since you left you would hardly recognize the block if you returned better stay out though no more talking through the waste pipes the new privies have standing water electricity is gradually taking the place of candles the garish light is almost driving me blind and the innovation has created a new problem how to light our pipes we are given the same monthly allowance of matches each package supposed to contain thirty but usually have twenty-seven and last month i received only twenty-five i made a kick but it was in vain the worst of it is fully a third of the matches are damp and don't light while we used candles we managed somehow borrowing a few matches occasionally from non-smokers but now that candles are abolished the difficulty is very serious i split each match into four sometimes i succeed in making six there is a man on the range who is an artist at it he can make eight cuts out of a match all serviceable too even at that there is a famine and i have been forced to return to the stone age with flint and tinder i draw the fire of prometheus the mess-room is in full blast the sight of a thousand men bent over their food in complete silence officers flanking each table 
is by no means appetizing but during the spanish war the place resembled the cell-house on new year's eve the patriotic warden daily read to the diners the latest news and such cheering and wild yelling you have never heard especially did the hobson exploit fire the spirit of jingoism but the enthusiasm suddenly cooled when the men realized that they were wasting precious minutes hurrying and then leaving the table hungry when the bell terminated the meal some tried to pocket the uneaten beans and rice but the guards detected them and after that the warden's war reports were accompanied only with loud munching and champing another innovation is exercise your interviews with the reporters and those of other released prisoners have at last forced the warden to allow the idle men an hour's recreation in inclement weather they walk in the cell-house on fine days in the yard the reform was instituted last autumn and the improvement in health is remarkable the doctor is enthusiastically in favor of the privilege the sick line has been so considerably reduced that he estimates his time saving at two hours daily some of the boys tell me they have almost entirely ceased masturbating the shop employees envy the idlers now many have purposely precipitated trouble in order to be put in solitary and thus enjoy an hour in the open but sandy got next and now those locked up for cause are excluded from exercise here are some data for our book the population at the end of last year was nine hundred fifty six the lowest point in over a decade the warden admits that the war has decreased crime the inspector's report refers to the improved economic conditions as compared with the panicky times of the opening years in the nineties but the authorities do not appear very happy over the reduction in the riverside population you understand the reason the smaller the total the less men may be exploited in the industries i am not prepared to say whether there is collusion between the judges and the administration of the prison but it is very significant that the class of offenders formerly sent to the workhouse are being increasingly sentenced to the penitentiary and an unusual number are transferred here from the reformatory at huntington and the reform school of morganza the old-timers joke about the warden telephoning to the criminal court to notify the judges how many men are wanted for the stocking shop the unions might be interested in the methods of nullifying the convict labor law in every shop twice as many are employed as the statute allows the illegal are carried on the books as men working on state account that is as cleaners and clerks not as producers thus it happens that in the mat shop for instance more men are booked as clerks and sweepers than are employed on the looms in the broom shop there are thirty supposed clerks and fifteen cleaners to a total of fifty-three producers legally permitted this is the way the legislation works on which the labor bodies have expended such tremendous efforts the broom shop is still contracted to lang brothers with their own foreman in charge and his son a guard in the prison enough for to-day when i hear of the safe arrival of this letter i may have more intimate things to discuss a end of section thirty nine